الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ومن اعرض عن ذكري فان له معيشه ضنكا سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم It's interesting when we carry excess physical weight on ourselves it tends to create a sense of uneasiness within us when we carry excess physical weight on ourselves it creates a sense of uneasiness within us Uh, and we've all sort of experienced this, right? The, the tension that's associated with carrying extra weight. You know, when a person's traveling, for instance, you know, it's generally advisable to travel lightly because you're already putting yourself in a slightly stressful situation. And now when you're physically having to carry on extra bags or a heavy backpack or you have a heavy suitcase that you're lugging around, it creates this sort of constant state of tension. Um, similarly, you know, when you, your child wants you to pick them up and, you know, your back is already hurting uh, and then your child says, no, no, please, I really want to pick up piggyback, piggyback ride or let me, you know, pick, pick me up and you pick up that child and you lift them and you have to walk around, uh, it creates this sort of, uh, you know, this under, underpinning tension that's a little bit uncomfortable and eventually you're like, can I just put, can I put you down already? Because it's, it's, it's difficult. Um, there's so many examples of this, right? Even if you just take a person's own physical weight, when a person puts on 10 or 15 pounds, or let's say they put on a lot more weight, uh, it, it, it's this burden on them. It's to create this uneasiness, this tension, this difficulty. They're unable to sort of move forward. It's like this physical pressure that's so palpable at times. Um, so this applies in general to any excess weight that a person carries on themselves. And this applies to physical weight. And this sort of, this, also, this principle, this general principle also applies to spiritual weight as well. Meaning that there is a sense of heaviness that occurs at a metaphysical level. And even that creates a stress or a tension within us. And it's akin to carrying excess physical baggage as well. Uh, just the other day, I was talking to a few brothers. Actually, this, this happened. So a few people, a few people from our group had, from Rafa Har had gone for Umrah. And after returning from the trip and just speaking to so many different people that were a part of the group, there was one sort of common reflection that kept on coming up. And when you ask people, like, what exactly was it that you felt that you had gotten most from this journey or from this Umrah, uh, there was like this common response that was coming up. And it was this sense of feeling light, as if some significant burden or weight was lifted off of their chest, right? You would think, okay, but what, what is it about a spiritual journey? You're traveling, you're going to the house of Allah, you're coming back. Why is it that I feel lighter? But this is such a common response that you'll get from people. I just felt lighter. What exactly does that mean? Why is it that physically I'm the same weight? In fact, maybe I weigh a little more, you know, after coming back. But I feel so much lighter. I feel like something's been lifted off of my chest. Why does that experience occur? And why is it such a, a, a common response, right, uh, when people visit the Haramain? 
Uh, and so it, it sort of raises this bigger question for us, which is, number one, why do I, and by the way, this feeling of, of feeling lighter, uh, this is a positive feeling. No one's saying, oh, I feel like this weight was lifted off my chest when I went, and I hate it. Everyone's saying, wow, what an amazing experience it is to now feel lighter. So it raises, you know, several questions in our minds, which is, you know, what, what does it mean to feel lighter? And, and, and uh, why do I enjoy feeling lighter? And, and then what causes this heaviness, right, that I often feel, I don't want to use the word chest physically, but let's just say that I feel this heaviness on myself. What is it that sort of produces that? You know, and, and I think the way to think about it is, I use the analogy of a physical body. Just as a physical body, when it carries excess weight, it feels weighed down. Like physically, it's difficult to sort of move and progress uh, or even lift. Um, similarly, the soul as well, when it's carrying a burden or a weight, it too struggles. And it feels this tension and this weight. Let me put it this way. The natural tendency of the soul or the spirit is to want to be liberated. The natural tendency of the soul or the spirit is to want to be liberated. And when it's not liberated and it's constricted, it's very bothersome to a person. It's very bothersome to a human being. It wants to be liberated. It wants to, it wants to elevate. It wants to move. But yet, for most people, it's so constricted and weighted down by different burden, by different weights, that it becomes very problematic for that person, that when that weight is then lifted off of their chest or off their shoulders, they suddenly feel so much better. They suddenly feel so much better. Let me just, let me give a few examples here. And, you know, and it's interesting in the context of the discussion of feeling light. You know, for people that... Um, people that chronically have this heaviness on them, they don't even know the feeling of what it means to feel lighter again. You know, and this was the experience when people go to Umrah, for instance, or go for Hajj, they don't really know how much weight they're carrying on their shoulders or on their chest. And when they go, and all of that is miraculously removed, and they come back and they're like, I didn't even know it could, I didn't know this was a possibility. I didn't know I could feel this way. You know, it's kind of like someone who, let's say, is, has put on like 50 pounds and they're chronically, you know, very overweight. Uh, and now they're just so accustomed to carrying all this weight on them. They don't realize how much it's bogging them down. And then, all, you know, they, maybe they, they do something to help lose weight and now they're 50 pounds lighter. And all of a sudden they're like, wow, I didn't even realize that I could feel this good. Similarly, spiritually, it's the same type of thing as well. So what is it that liberates the soul? What is it that removes this off of our chest and off of our back? Like, what is it that allows us to become free again? Because the soul desires freedom and liberation. It doesn't want to be constricted. What is it that allows the soul to flourish and to fly and to elevate? The first is to physically remove that burden off of us. Or let's say, it's to spiritually remove the weight off of us. And that means that we abandon sin. All of those things that are displeasing to Allah, they carry a burden, a spiritual weight on us, and it causes us to feel weighed down all the time. It causes our soul to feel like it's being weighed down. And when the burden of sin is lifted off of our back and off of our chest, our soul naturally will elevate. Not much more needs to happen. But for so many of us, myself included, you know, for so much of the community, we've, we've, we've you know, maybe purposely or inadvertently, 
just plagued our lives with so much transgression against Allah, not thinking that it has any ramifications for us. We, yeah, we attribute sin as punishment in the akhirah, but we don't attribute sin as this is a spiritual weight that's holding me down and causing this tension to constantly be beyond me. Right? So it's the abandonment, it's sin, number one, right? Uh, it's the abandonment of sin and turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that really, number one, allows the soul to elevate and be liberated. The second thing is the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's no doubt that, that, the, that the remembrance of Allah and thinking about Allah and taking Allah's great name and turning toward Allah in and of itself is an opportunity for us to, to allow our souls to fly. And when you take this combination, you remove this, this weight and this burden of sin and, you, and, and you, you abandon sin and you just take it off your chest completely and then you infuse uh, your soul or my soul with the love of Allah or let's say with the remembrance of Allah, all of a sudden you have this perfect combination and then the soul feels completely liberated. And the feeling of the soul being liberated is worth a million dollars. I mean, it's, it's worth more than a million dollars, right? It, it's this feeling that people are trying to people are actually spending thousands and thousands of dollars of trying to experience. You know, there's so many different resources that people are going to, both Muslims and non-Muslims alike, are trying to find, you know, they're willing to put whatever money is necessary, whatever time is necessary, in order for me to be able to finally lift this weight off of me. Not physical weight, but this metaphysical or the spiritual weight. But the solution is very simple. It's abandoning sin, Right? And turning back to Allah Ta'ala through repentance so that, that that burden is off of my chest and my shoulders. And it's by feeding my soul with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala's remembrance. And the soul then elevates. And everyone is seeking this. Right? Like I said, people are willing to spend a lot of money on this, trying to search for this, you know, through different, different methods and, 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 and mechanisms that are, are available. And for the most part, they're very short term, the, the resolution. Right? Uh, for Muslims also, what does a Muslim do when they feel disheartened or they feel this weight on themselves? They, they resort to YouTube. Maybe I can watch some YouTube video that will inspire me about Allah or inspire me about deen or inspire me about something. Maybe I can, you know, just sift through all my WhatsApp messages or find something on Facebook that can finally lift this off of me because I'm looking for some spiritual elevation. But the weight is never going to be lifted by staring at a screen. That's not what's going to happen. Yes, you may get an emotional response initially, which makes me feel better. But that feeling is very short-lived. The emotional response that occurs when someone inspires me through some video or through some audio file or through some post, that's, that's a very short-lived emotional lifting of that weight. But if I truly want to lift this, you know, or remove this, you know, burden off of my soul so that my soul can actually elevate, it requires... Um, me sitting down on the musalla before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and finally tackling those two things, which is number one, what is it that I'm going to do about sin? Because that's the number one thing that's holding me down. And number two, what is it that I'm going to do to be able to infuse Allah's remembrance into my soul? Because that's going to be the fuel by which I'm going to be able to maintain this elevated state. So that's what the formula is. And it's something that we should really, really take heed of. You know, when we come back in the context of Umrah, we're going to the Haram, for instance, right? I just, this is how we started the discussion, which is that a person goes to the house of Allah, they come back, they didn't plan to remove, uh, or to elevate themselves. They didn't plan to remove this, but this lightness feeling that they get, it's because what they've done is they've gone to Allah's home. 
And the benefit of going to Allah's home is number one, immediately, immediately every mistake or sin that I've ever committed is now automatically forgiven in just a moment's time. When I go to Allah's home, it's all dumped off over there. Right? I enter the circuit of tawaf and all of my sin is just taken off my shoulders. I, I shave my head or I enter, exit the state of ihram, that's it. I'm now completely forgiven as if I'm a newborn child. All of that weight of sin is just dropped in just a few minutes. Or just an instant, you can say. So that's, that's number one. Number two is that the house of Allah is a, is a space that is like this, um, this, this mega reminder of Allah and Allah's greatness. Right? Yes, I can sit and engage myself in dhikr and salah and etc. But when I go to Allah's home, there's so much spiritual energy and so much remembrance of Allah. It's like this mega infusion that occurs in just a moment's notice. You know, I cast my eyes on the Kaaba or on the house of Allah and all I can do is remember Allah. All I can do is remember Allah. So I've removed this burden. I've fed my heart or my soul with Allah's remembrance. And just like that, I now, have, I now feel so much lighter. I now feel so much lighter. Now, this isn't exclusive to Umrah, but Umrah or Hajj, let's say, this is the opportunity, uh, sorry, this is a, a very quick opportunity in order to be able to achieve this state. But there's many other opportunities, but they all sort of follow the same rule. And again, it's not going to come back, it's not going to come to what I can watch or view on my phone or my laptop or my computer. That's almost never going to be the way, the way to, to, to elevate my soul. And I say almost because maybe, I mean, maybe there's some exceptions, but by and large, the, the way that people are resorting to in order to elevate their soul, this is not the way it's going to happen. We're fooling ourselves if we think that this is going to solve all of our problems and allow us to elevate ourselves and, and fly once again. But this occurs through this formula. So it's not just Umrah. You know, any time that I perform a sincere tawbah to Allah, some weight or burden is lifted off my chest and shoulders because that burden of sin in an instant is now removed from me. You know, uh, anytime Ramadan comes around, it's like this perfect balance, Ramadan, is this perfect balance of allowing my sins to, to, to be shedded off my body, meaning allowing that weight to come off, right? Not physical weight. Most of us put on weight in Ramadan, right? The spiritual weight, it comes off, right? And then through just even a, a praying salah five times a day in the month of Ramadan is so powerful in terms of Allah's remembrance that it, that combination elevates the soul. Anytime we come together, even in a gathering like this, is this exact opportunity. Now, yeah, the full effect of completely lifting that burden off may not occur, but a significant effect does happen anytime a group of people come to Allah's home, in particular, to, for the sake of remembering Allah. We know from hadith that when people collect for the sake of remembering Allah, the angels are witnessing this, and the consequence of it is that everyone that comes leaves the gathering completely forgiven. And in this gathering, what are we doing? We're remembering Allah. So now, not only are we removing that, but then we're feeding it with the fuel that's necessary for the soul to be elevated. So there's many opportunities in deen, but they all sort of require, um, how do I say it? Um, it requires time um, together and, and with Allah, not with our device. Time with Allah, in my own experience, you know, apart from, let's say, Umrah or Hajj or these things, which, you know, everyone experiences it, for me, perhaps the, the most I've experienced this would be when I would spend, let's say, i'tikaf with my teacher, right? Ten days 
or maybe in Ramadan, maybe three or four days of nafil i'tikaf, we'd come into the masjid, I'd spend time in the company of my teacher, spend time in the house of Allah, and when I would leave that gathering, and I would be either on the way home or I'd be home, I'd feel this, you know, almost measurable loss of, of, of burden, like this, this openness, this, this, uh, this feeling of, of just being light. Uh, and it was consistent to the point where I knew that if I wanted to experience this once again, and it's not, it's not experiential per se, but if I wanted this again, this is exactly what I needed to do. I needed to come, spend a weekend with my teacher in the masjid, and leave, and every single time, consistently, it would be the same exact experience. Because that's exactly what was happening every single time. I'd come, I'd be reminded of Allah, fuel, and the sins would fall off, even if I wasn't even intending it, right? Even if I wasn't intending it. The hadith that mentions when people gather for Allah's remembrance— and, and the angels witness it, and, and they're all forgiven before they leave. That hadith specifically mentions that there was someone who comes into the gathering who never even intended to come. They, they sort of fell into the gathering. They were walking. They heard there was some gathering occurring. They, they came maybe to, to pick up their shoes that they forgot. Instead, they walk into the gathering, and even that person is forgiven. So, so in, in my experience, in that as well, it, even if I wasn't intending this, the, the, the barakah of the coming together of people in, ter- in the form of gatherings uh, creates that complete forgiveness. And then, of course, with Allah's remembrance, the soul elevates. So it's really important for, for us to think about this, right, and reflect upon it. Um, it's not that, you know, there are obviously a lot of things that cause stress in this world. And there are a lot of things that create burden in this world. And it's not that this... Um, you can say this experience is just going to eliminate all my hardships altogether. But the point is that it creates a sense of peace within us, and that peace only occurs when, we've, when we become lighter. So we should pay heed to this. You know, what are the opportunities in our life where I can create for myself, number one, where I can have all of the weight of sin removed from me? And there's so many opportunities in Dean for this. That's number one. And number two, what is my communication with Allah? Like, what's the form of remembrance that I have with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How consistent am I in this? And if I do this, I will liberate my soul. And when the soul is liberated, when the soul is liberated, we have what the rest of the world is seeking. And they're spending billions and billions of dollars on this, trying to seek the same thing. But the Prophet ﷺ taught us this. It's simple. It doesn't cost a single penny. It doesn't require any uh, fancy devices. It doesn't require, doesn't require much. Right? The deen is simple, and the mechanism by which we liberate our soul is simple. So the summary for today is that just like physical weight carries a burden on us and it slows us from making progress and moving along, Spiritually as well, there are things that weigh us down and weigh our soul down, and that creates a sense of heaviness within us. And when we can identify what it is that's causing that, and then we remove that, and we facilitate the movement and elevation of our soul, it makes us feel so much lighter. And it's that that feeling or that experience is very powerful. And it's something that will allow us to flourish and grow and, and maximize our own potential. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to uh, appreciate the mechanisms that he's designed in order for us to be able to elevate our soul. May Allah Ta'ala flood us with opportunities 
where we can be engaged in his remembrance and and when we can and, and in which we can be completely forgiven of our sins and our mistakes that are that are plaguing us and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to make the most of the upcoming month of Ramadan wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin